Hello, welcome to Cole in Confidence. My name is Cole. I'm recording today um, about my church history. Last episode, I talked a little bit about my work history. And I mentioned something that maybe I should clarify. I said I haven't always been a Christian. But I do consider myself a Christian. I am not quite sure if I've ever really lived up to the standards of Christianity. I say a few naughty words from time to time. That's kind of normal, right? I know we should watch what we say. I let myself slip sometimes, though. Another thing is, I try to be a good friend to people, but I'm pretty bad at keeping contact. If you and I have ever been friends, and I neglected to contact you, just know it was never personal. I don't aim to be antisocial. It just kind of happens. Like... Sometimes I'll be playing games and I'll look at my phone and I'll go, Man, I meant to text Adrian back, or I meant to call Brandon, or I forgot to call my dad again. And it's not always games, it's sometimes just me being busy with work, or catching up on sleeping. Lately, it's been driving, because I do DoorDash. I said that I haven't always been a Christian, and to clarify, I just want to state that I've been religious a lot in my life, but I haven't always really known Jesus. I would say that I love Jesus. When I was really young, we received a Jesus VHS tape in the mail. It was a film that depicted Jesus' life, death, burial, and resurrection. And it was before the time of Passion of the Christ came out. It also depicted many of the miracles that he performed. I think I was maybe around seven or eight, maybe younger. I will say my household wasn't always very church-going, but I do remember being young and not wanting to get up and get ready for church because, you know, it's I was, I was a kid, and on the weekend, I just want to sleep in. So we got that VHS tape about Jesus, and I watched it probably countless times like it was Lion King. I loved the story, and I wanted to know more about Jesus. My grandparents on my mom's side were Southern Baptists, so I don't think it was necessarily anything I did that caused us to start going more frequently. But I do specifically remember watching that video and then asking about going to church. So we started going to church. The church we went to was Bethesda Baptist. It was 
located somewhere between Otagaville and Billingsley in a place called Independence. At least, that's what I remember it being called, because that's where we lived. I remember singing in that church, having a crush on a girl in that church, <laughs> getting baptized in that church, and at one point we moved from our country home in Independence to Prattville when my grandmother started to decline in health. We lived in that house with my grandmother and grand granddaddy. First, my grandmother died. And then my mom. And then my grandfather. They may not all have died in the house, but while I was living there, they passed. And that was over the course of about 13 years or so. My mom died when I was 19. She was diagnosed with lung cancer, and she fought it valiantly, but ultimately her lungs couldn't handle it. Moving past that, I'm very grateful for many of the lessons and virtues that my mother has given me. She was a wonderful woman, and I look forward to seeing her one day in the kingdom of heaven. But I got on the topic of death because of that house, the fact that we moved there, but when we moved there, our church life kind of shifted, and I don't recall how soon it was that we got back into church, but I know that we had stopped for a while before moving to that house, and at any rate, my next church was Pravel Community Church. This church was fairly vital for the development of my life. In many ways, the youth pastor there became the associate pastor, and he was incredibly influential in my life. I made many friends who I'm still friends with today. Uh, from Prattville Community Church, I went to the River of Life Church, which was a church that came to be from that associate pastor that I mentioned. He was my mentor for a while. After my life shifted from the River of Life Church, my mom became the secretary of Safe Harbor Outreach. I was maybe 17, 18 when this happened. Right before she found out she had lung cancer. I became involved in the youth at Safe Harbor and was part of the fine arts group. And after my mom died, I continued going there for some time. I made the move to California in 2013. And the story of how I moved there might be good for another time. But after moving there, my church life started to slip. My relationship with God was on the back burner. We attended church a couple of times throughout my almost nine years there, and I moved back to Alabama. Now I'm attending Safe Harbor again. I did skip a lot of details there for what happened in between, and I do want to talk a little bit about some of those things. First off, my parents were happily married my whole life before my mom died. 
I have a, I've had a strong foundation of understanding that marriage is important. I never questioned the importance of it, but I didn't make it a priority when I moved in with Jennifer. I thought to myself, I'll get married when I'm financially ready. I wanted the statement of marriage to be significant and worthwhile, but what should have been important is the fact that I loved this person. The importance didn't lie in the monetary amount that went into the wedding. I should have just been ready for marriage from the start. I decided to move to be with her. I decided she was important enough to uproot my entire existence and move across the country. So I should have been willing to get married. But I convinced myself that the importance was in my faithfulness. I still believe faithfulness is important, but I let myself believe a lie. A lie that started out small and grew exponentially. That said, who says God's covenant between people is supposed to be a piece of paper? God's covenant between people is within their hearts, and getting married shouldn't matter as long as I'm faithful and true to her and God. So this this mindset might even be something that you've even thought about. If I've thought of something like that, I can't believe that I'm the only one who's thought that way. Of course, this wasn't the right way of thinking. I was doing a couple of things wrong, probably more than a couple. But I'll start with, I didn't consider that God might have put the construct of marriage between people in a document form for a reason, possibly even multiple reasons. When I say God did it, everything he does is in the form of a human or a group of humans acting on their free will. God uses everything we do to fulfill his purposes. We can see the evidence of that in our own lives. At any rate, in addition to thinking of marriage incorrectly, I was projecting a sense of unhappiness and discontentment into the relationship when I didn't pursue marriage with her. Even though we had discussed my thoughts on it multiple times, several times, so, without getting into the nitty-gritty details of why, at the moment, the relationship ended, I came back to Alabama seeking course correction in various ways. At the beginning of this, I said, I don't know if I'd consider my, myself a Christian, even today. And it's not because I don't love Jesus. It's not because I don't want to follow him. It's just currently, I don't necessarily like the Christian label that religion has given Christianity. I'm sorry. What I meant to say was I don't like the label that Christianity has been given by religion. Christianity is regarded as religion, and by definition, I suppose that it is. But when you see for the first time that you need Jesus... You, yourself, need God's grace and forgiveness. And that only comes from a love for an innocent man who was tortured and put to death 
put to death to allow you to be forgiven and to also forgive others. When you realize this, you don't just act religiously. You worship Jesus in truth because he is the only one capable of such an act, such love. It's indescribable. Many will say, nope, yeah, that's religion. But religion instills certain rules and guidelines for how you should behave within the confines of a belief system. It's seeing yourself being in a place of darkness mentally and saying to yourself, I don't like this about myself. That's what moves you to go from acting religiously to actually changing your ways and saying, thank you, God. Thank you for the sacrifice and love that you have for us and for me. And with that comes true forgiveness and freedom through Jesus. Seek and you shall find. Many are just afraid of what they'll find when they truly seek him. Many are afraid of what they'll see about themselves upon being introduced to the light. So... This is all I have to say currently, and I hope that, though this has been brief, you've learned something about me, because this has been cool and confident. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.